Hey, Hannah. Morning to you. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. It's a Tuesday morning, and today on our show, Haley Fredrickson. She was the um, Miss Rodeo American in 2022, and now she's an on-air personality with the Cowboy Channel. Haley's got a lot of good stories out there. Oh, for sure. She's got lots of experience, you know, in rodeo and ag. So she's a good person to be sharing all these stories. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, we have rodeo. Rodeo is rolling. Um, we have the NFR Open. It used to be the Tex or the National Circuit Finals out in Florida. Now it is at the Pikes Peak or Bust Rodeo. And that kicks off today, tonight. And that'll run through July 15th. That'll be a pretty good rodeo. Yeah, that'll be a good one. And then you have um, the Days of 47 coming up in Salt Lake on the 19th. You have Salinas, um, Spanish Fork. So still lots of big rodeos, even though we are out of Cowboy Christmas. Yeah. And so, and speaking of Cowboy Christmas, I'll tell you what, Ty Harris really capitalized on that. You know, he... Um, he cashed in six out of eight rodeos and forty thousand. That's a lot of lot of money. Yeah, in seven days. Where else are you going to make forty thousand dollars in seven days? Yeah. So that's just <laughs> speaking to the kind of money that these rodeos are paying out. Yeah, for sure. And you know, another big rodeo that's going on right now is the um, Stampede up in Calgary. And yesterday, Sissy Wynn qualified for um, championship championship Sunday with Scoop. Always rooting for Sissy. She's having a real good year as well. Absolutely. You know, they're a team that's hard to beat, too. Um, Sissy Wynn is, I believe, sixth in the world standings right now, which, again, going to change constantly, but they're just keeping rolling. Yeah, keeping rolling. And, you know, Scoop, you know, I love these names, you know, when we talk to these people and they're just – yeah, my horse is named Scoop, and then Victoria's has Bunny, you know, and I think um, Bailey had um, Boozer, you know, and it's just funny, the names that, you know, they come up with, you know, I'm sure that's not their registered name, but, you know, sometimes they are, but, you know, just to hear the names that, you know, some of these girls and guys have for their horses is, makes me laugh. Oh, yeah, and I'm sure, you know, horses' names get changed, you know, as they get sold and traded around, but the names of some of you know i'm sure kids of these people are coming up with for these horses you know they just stick so yeah. yeah you know my son he calls his horse dirty and so it makes me laugh when i say hey where are you going oh i'm going to go ride dirty <laughs> <laughs> i don't think he realized it what he said what he named that you know horse of his dirty but I, it makes me laugh oh, oh you're riding dirty yeah yeah i'm riding dirty <laughs> so but anyway yeah so that's what's going on in rodeo and you know before you know it, we're going to be in cheyenne on the 25th and you know the pbr will kick off their team series in cheyenne that weekend as well yeah pbr kicks off team series which is still kind of a new concept but it's really taken well um probably more so than a lot of people expected so that's really exciting of course Cheyenne is the daddy of them all so 
the daddy. Big out there. Yeah, the daddy. So, um, yeah. So let's um, let's talk to Haley and see what she's going. What's going on with her? So with us is Haley Fredrickson, Miss Rodeo America 2022, and now an on-air personality with the Cowboy Channel. Haley, thank you for being on our show today, where rodeo meets the road. Yeah, Ken, I'm excited, and we're definitely going to see where rodeo has hit the road for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, you know, you were crowned Miss Rodeo America 2022 in Las Vegas in, in 2021 in December. We happened to be there for that, and we got some amazing photos of you being crowned. How was that experience for you? Oh, gosh. I, I really don't think, still to this day, I'm asked that question, and I haven't been able to really put it into words in terms of that feeling, you know, your your state or your name's not necessarily called. The first runner-up's called, but then you, you start putting it together, and then you realize, oh, my gosh, that that's me. And uh, the Wrangler Network, they showcase uh, fashion show and coronation. And I remember uh, when I was younger and, of course, uh, preparing for both Colorado and America, I would watch coronation on my laptop. And I remember just watching the girl who ever won and just being like, oh, my gosh, I wonder what that feels like. I, I can't imagine winning something so incredible as Miss Rodeo America and I, I look back or I come across videos of me being crowned Miss Rodeo America 2022 and at first I'm like oh man I'm so happy for that girl she must be so excited and then I realized oh my gosh that was me <laughs> so it's it's still uh, surreal to me that I get to be part of that sisterhood I get to be a part of that family and I got to to, to really grow my passion um, for the rodeo and agricultural industry. So it's just a, a surreal moment, even still to this day. Right. So let's just turn back the clock about 20-some-odd years. And Haley grew up in a rodeo family, sort of, and, you know, you rode horses at a young age. You know, how was that life for you? Where did you grow up? And tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, obviously, I'm from Colorado, being Miss Rodeo Colorado. Um, I grew up in a farming community, primarily in um, a town called Platteville. My family and I, or my family now, currently resides in Wellington, which is just right across the the way from Cheyenne and in, in Wyoming. But you know, even though we grew up in a farming community, you know, my my family was still very prevalent in the rodeo industry. You know, my mom grew up barrel racing, and I kind of followed in her footsteps and my dad team roped and then I followed in my dad's footsteps and started roping myself and getting into the team roping and the breakaway roping. Um, but you know, I, I look back and I, I couldn't have imagined growing up any other way. And as I look, you know, forward towards having my own family someday, I, I, I want my kids, I want my family to have the same experiences that I have because not only do I remember fun memories and, and enjoyed where I, I grew up and the way my childhood ended up being, I learned so much from it. And I want my kids to have that same opportunity. So I really couldn't have imagined growing up any other way. Right. And so, you know, growing up that way, you know, in the Western culture, when did you catch the royalty bug? How did that all come about for you? <laughs> well, the royalty bug um, came upon me. <laughs> I did not want to be a radio queen, surprisingly or not. So, as you had mentioned, I I got my radio queen journey 
um, or it started on earlier on in my life. So I, I held my first title when I was 12, and that was back in 2009. And like I said, I had no intentions of holding a title. Um, it kind of came upon me. I, my family and I, we were involved in a local saddle club where we had Sunday fun days um, and every month. And it's just where you compete. If anyone's familiar with Gymkhana's, it's just where you compete in, in fun events, keyholes, flags, poles, a lot of fun events with horses. But anyways, they, ha they had a royalty program and they had a queen, but they didn't have a princess. And my family and I were very involved with, with the club and I was of age for the title and they came up to me and said, hey, you know, we, we need a princess. You want to do it? And, you know, I was just a rough and tumble cowgirl. I just, I just wanted to ride. I just wanted to run barrels. That's all I wanted to do. And, but I was always, I've always had that personality of just trying something new. And so I said, well, sure, why not? I love horses. This would be fun. But I didn't realize when I got it that you had to do your makeup, you had to do your hair, you had to wear, you know, nice clothing and how to stay clean while riding a horse. Like, I was not about that. And so we went on throughout the year, and I remember, you know, my mom fighting me to put on some kind of makeup, or I would refuse to curl my hair, so my mom would braid it wet at night, and we would take it out in the morning so at least it have some kind of curl. But I remember meeting Miss Rodeo Colorado and Miss, Miss Rodeo America that year, actually at the rooftop rodeo luncheon there in Estes Park, Colorado. And, you know, they took the time to talk to me. But I thought to myself then, you know, wow, they, these girls are beautiful. They're smart. They're well-spoken. Um, and they love horses. And they love rodeo just as much as I do. So I think that kind of changed the the course of my thoughts, so to speak, on Rodeo Queen and kind of turned the page for me and, and made me think, wow, I, I think I actually really do want this. Um, and so that's kind of where I got my start. I didn't hold my second title until 2018 um, for Deer Trail, Colorado. Um, shout out to them, home of the world's first rodeo. Uh, but then I started really getting into it again. Um, but it's crazy once you meet someone like that, that it can change, you know, the trajectory of your course. And that was kind of my goal when I was both Miss Rodeo Colorado and Miss Rodeo America. I wanted to be that influential person in someone's life and, and maybe change their course too. Right. And, you know, I have a six year old daughter and she said to her mom the other day, not well, this year. I want to do that. And we were at a rodeo and, you know, the princesses and the sweethearts and the queens come riding out. And I want to do that. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> uh oh, I don't know. You know, I've talked, <laughs> you know, listening to you and uh, Gabrielle Pe uh, Beers and Bailey, it's pretty involved. You know, it's, you know, for the parents, it's pretty involved. Kids having a great time, you know, but what advice, you know, and then I did meet you, you know, I saw you out at, the stockyards and I was doing a photo shoot with a first time princess um competitor contestant she was enamored by you she after she <laughs> left she was like oh no that was Haley Fredrickson so you know not just wearing a crown you're a role model or inspiration to these younger girls so what would what advice would you have for younger girls that are looking to continue their path to 
maybe Las Vegas one day. Yeah, well, for any girl that is that was like me when I was 12 years old and had no interest or really didn't think of it as anything else but a hobby, it is so much more than a hobby. And just like you had said, it, it takes the whole family to, to create a rodeo queen. Um, my parents were very involved. I'm an only child. So, of course, they're involved in everything that I do, but they were extremely involved and invested in this. And that's, that's a big term. You have to invest yourself, your resources, your time. And that goes for anything. This is not just about rodeo queen. This is about anything you set your mind to. You have to invest the time. Um, any, and I've realized anything with horses, really, it's an expensive hobby. I mean, let's just say that. Rodeo queening is an expensive hobby, but it's not a hobby. It's an investment because you are investing in your future. And just as I had said before we started this, I have learned that I have gained so much through rodeo queening uh, now being in my personal life and in my professional career for the Cowboy and Cowgirl Channel. And I've learned it all from rodeo queening. So it's amazing what this opportunity can do for a young girl. Um, it sets you up for success. It sets you up to be a leader in your community or whatever you set your mind to. And it makes you unstoppable. I've gained so much confidence through rodeo queening. There's no way I would have stood up in front of, you know, hundreds of people to give a speech. Now I do it in front of thousands of people on a camera. And yes, do I still get nervous? Absolutely. But you know, I could do it with ease because I learned it through rodeo cleaning. So what I would tell anybody getting into it, it's an investment. Um, so be prepared to spend a lot of time. Be prepared to spend a little money. I'm sorry, Ken, but you're going to spend a little bit of money. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's all for a good cause. Know that it's, it's something that could really change the trajectory of that child's life. Um, now, someone that's already in it and, you know, hoping to pursue it even further and hopefully end up in the, the bright lights of Las Vegas competing for the Landstrom's Black Hills Gold Crown, all I can say to those girls is run your own race. And I learned this when I was preparing for Colorado because we live in the time of social media we were, where we are constantly comparing ourselves to one another. And it is so important that we run our own race. And what I mean by that is racehorses, they wear blinders. And that's so that they don't see or get distracted by the other horses next to them. They're only focused on the track ahead and what they're doing. That is the one thing you have absolutely 100% control over is yourself and yourself alone. You don't have control over how much those girls are, the other girls are studying, how much they're riding who they're seeking out for help. You don't have any control over that. The only thing you have absolute control over is yourself and your preparation. So run your own race. Focus in on yourself. Take yourself off of social media. Still promote yourself because it's a great marketing tool, but don't even pay attention to the other girls that you're competing against. And last but not least, just be humble. I think we've, we've lost a lot of that um, in this day and age, and I think it's important to... Stay true to yourself, and no matter who you are, whether you are Miss Rodeo America or not, just be humble. Be thankful for where you're at, and be thankful for those around you that have supported you and lifted you up. Oh, yeah, and I mean, after you, you're talking a lot about, you know, 
what it takes to earn those titles, but after you earn those titles, you're traveling all over the place. There's, like you said, it's an investment. There's so much that goes into it. Um, I mean, you're pro- during your Miss, Amer- Miss Rodeo America reign, you traveled to, I'm sure, more than 100 rodeos in a year. And so <laughs> that's a lot of time. That's a lot of money, like you said. But what's it like to be a young 20-year-old girl traveling across the country to all of these rodeos. I mean, I'm sure it's an experience of a lifetime, obviously, but I would hope you don't hate traveling, especially (laughs) as much as you had to do it, as much as you're doing it now with your work with the Cowboy Channel, but tell us about, you know, just what that is like. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I kind of did a lot of traveling growing up. Um, My dad was actually a, a truck driver growing up, and that was his dream job. He loved it. And my, my mom and I would get to go along with him. So, you know, I kind of grew up in the back of a Peterbilt. And so I got to travel around the country doing that with him, um, everywhere from the East Coast to the West Coast. And he had a show truck, too. So if you didn't have a load going in or out, you'd find a truck show and go ahead and show it. But long story short, you know, I kind of got my taste of traveling then. I don't remember all the places I went to, but I've always loved traveling. And I've loved new places and experiencing new things. Now, I will say um, my love for travel in terms of TSA when you're in full title as a rodeo queen is not very fun at all. However, you meet so many people in the airport. And my committee at the end of the year during um, the NFR and, of course, our pageant, they gave me a poster, and I wish I had it with me. I Again, I live here in, in Texas now, but some of my stuff is still back in Colorado. But they made me this poster and it had all these stats and facts from my year and I can't remember how many rodeos total I kind of lost track after so many but they you know counted how many rodeos how many performances they said I had met over two million people last year and that didn't even include the airport Um, but they did tell me that out of 365 days in a year I traveled or was on the road 326 days of them so yes, I was on the road constantly, but again, I loved it. And you kind of have to have that that love and that drive to just keep moving forward and and you know taking in those new opportunities, um, especially when you are Miss Ready America. But you know, I, I look back at all that time spent on the plane, in a car, on the road, and just think about you know the destinations and the things that I got to experience because I will never get that back. And now even in my job with the Cowboy and the Cowgirl Channel, I'm traveling to rodeos and doing basically the same thing that I did as a rodeo queen, just not in title. Um, so it, it's crazy how what, what a seamless transition it was from going from a rodeo queen to my job because I'm basically going to do most of the part the same thing as I did when I was Miss Rodeo America. Yeah, well, and you – started sharing the stories of people in agriculture and rodeo in the Western industry when long before your work with the Cowboy Channel, you started sharing weekly video series when you were Miss Colorado. Um, And so that's just kind of been a part of everything you've done. Tell us about why and how that became such a passion for you. Yeah, well, like I said, again, it's something I, I grew up amongst um, especially agriculture. My, my platform was to be an advocate 
I grew up in a farming community. I was involved in 4-H for 12 years. I showed pigs. I may not look like a pig gal, but I was. <laughs> and uh, I absolutely loved it. And a lot of our friends were farmers and ranchers. And even though we didn't farm or ranch ourselves, you know, we still had, uh, you know, livestock too. And there's just something that I was passionate about. And especially in the state of Colorado, where it is such a hard hit industry, both rodeo and agriculture, I felt upon me that if I were to be Miss Rodeo Colorado and when I was going to be Miss Rodeo Colorado, that I would have that platform to stand upon and to speak up and, and share these stories. Um, I'm not here to change anyone's mind, but I'm here to provide unbiased, real facts for the public to see. And that was my goal. And so, of course, as we all know, I was a three-year queen, meaning I was Miss Rodeo Colorado 2020. And 2021, and then of course, Miss Rodeo America. But you know, usually you only hold your state title for one year. I held it for two, and that of course was due to COVID. I'm not going to use the C word too many times because I think we're all tired of hearing it. But that is the reason why I I started the Miss Rodeo Colorado Kids Crowd, those weekly videos I would release because I had to think outside of the box. I still had a job to do as Miss Rodeo Colorado, and and I didn't know if I was going to be guaranteed that second year. So I try to take I try to take advantage of what I was given. Um, you know, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. And that's exactly what I did. And so I started doing these videos. And, and it all stemmed down to, okay, COVID took away a lot of things from us. But what are people still using and really using? Well, they were really using social media to stay connected. And so that's why I started the videos. And and really, it it benefited me, too, because it was, it was helping me prepare for not only Miss Rodeo America, but my job too. I was, you know, interviewing people and, and sharing their stories and getting to know them and, and sharing who they were and what they did on a wider platform. So it's amazing the way God has things happen in our lives for a reason. And for him, that, that he helped me with was a reason for my job that I have today. Oh, for sure. And that was kind of my next question anyways, but your extended reign as Miss, Co Miss Rodeo Colorado, tell me a little bit, you know, just what that was like when, again, we don't want to say the C word too much, but when COVID <laughs> hit, you know, and everything shut down, you don't know, you know, if you're going to get to go to any rodeos, um, when they called and said, you know, a two-year reign how did that come about um what was that feeling like and you know how did you manage to again keep yourself busy as miss rodeo colorado for two years when usually it is only a year <laughs> yeah well i remember it like it was yesterday um it was kind of around my birthday too so it was in may and my each organization has a national director and so my national, we were going to have a Miss Rodeo America Zoom meeting. And we had never done a Zoom meeting before. I had never, I don't think I've even heard of Zoom until then. And I was like, what is this about? Of course, COVID had already hit at that point. But my national director called me and said, hey, I just want to give you a heads up. This is what the Zoom meeting is going to be about. Um, we are canceling the Miss Rodeo America pageant this year. Um, there's just no way we can host it. Um, but we want to, the committee and I want to extend the offer for you to hold a second year. And without me even 
thinking about it, I said, yes, sign me up, get the contract signed. I'm on for a second year. So I would now be Miss Renew Colorado 2021 as well. And then we had the Zoom meeting, of course, even though I, I had already knew what the Zoom meeting was about, it still felt surreal coming from the Miss Rodeo America committee that they were announcing the cancellation of the pageant. I mean, that's that's a huge, not the biggest reason, and not and it shouldn't be the pure reason why a girl holds a state title, but it's a huge reason why girls go on to compete at state pageants is for that chance to compete at Miss Rodeo America because you can't compete at Miss Rodeo America without state title. So for, for something like that to be stripped away from us was huge. Um, and we had no idea what the next step was. I mean, even though I had accepted another year, I didn't know if there was going to be a Miss Rodeo America pageant next year. But I knew that if I kept moving forward, if I kept myself busy, I was still going to get to enjoy my year as Miss Rodeo Colorado 2020. And still to this day, I get asked all the time, you know, which year did you like better? Did you like 2020 or 2021 better? And every day, all day, I will say, my year as Miss Radio Colorado 2020 was so much fun because I got to travel with some great gals and just go to some rodeos that were still going on in secret, but they were still happening. And we just got to have fun. There wasn't any kind of competition. We were just going on the road, traveling to rodeos and having fun and representing our states. And just just the pure, the pureness of that year, I think, is what... I loved so much about it. So, and of course I kept busy with, you know, trying to find things to do with uh, rodeos or events that were still happening. And of course I kept busy with my, my videos that I would do every week. So there were a lot of things that I was still busy with during my 2020 year. Um, some girls chose to stay busy and some didn't, but um, a lot of us stayed on for that second year. And I will say it was hard because it, you're putting aside so much of your personal life for, that year and of course two years so it was hard for a lot of us but shoot we pushed through we we persevered that's for sure yeah persevered so you know let's just go to present day you know looking back at miss rodeo america you know you had to pass the crown off and then you had to transition yourself from miss rodeo america to I won't even say the real world because being Miss Rodeo America was a full-time job, but you know, you trans <laughs> transitioned yourself to the cowboy channel and I go out to the stockyards. I see you out there, you know, you guys are filming stuff, you're running around, you're walking around and you know, that's your workplace slash playground, you know? And so <laughs> how, how did the transition go for you to where you are today? Yeah, well, um, I got offered the position to come on for the new Cowgirl channel in September of last year. So even during my Miss Radio America reign and uh, Patrick Gosh, of course, the CEO and founder of Rural Media and the Cowboy channel and the Cowgirl channel, he, he wanted me to start right there. And then I said, Patrick, I, I got to finish this, um, but I will be there in Texas at the beginning of the year and will be you know, one of the hardest workers, you know, I will be there. And we did. And and that's what I did. I, I came down here and, you know, I, again, I learned a lot from Miss Rodeo America in terms of being in front of a camera, interviewing someone, not knowing a stranger in a crowd, um, being familiar with obviously rodeo and the contestants. However, there is so much more that I learned for my position through my job. 
And because I did not go to school for this. I didn't go to school for ad com or journalism or communications. I, I went to school for animal sciences. So, you know, I was I was a science kid more so than anything than a, a journalism or a communication kid. Um, but I learned so much through this. And everyone that I've gotten to work with has been so great. Um, Katie, Amy, Steve, Ty, all the personalities that you see on the Cowboy channel. I mean, they're just truly incredible. And, and what I love so much about where I work and working with those people is they eat, breathe, sleep, rodeo, Western industry as a whole. They are genuinely passionate about what they do. And my mom and my dad have always told me to surround yourself with people that are going to lift you up, let you grow, support you. You want to surround yourself with those kind of people. And they do exactly just that. I've learned so much from them. And I'm so thankful and so glad that I get to work with people like that every single day and just help grow even more the cowboy and the cowgirl channel. Yeah. And, you know, you've been super busy for the last five years, let's just say. I mean, you know, <laughs> you, you know, being Miss Rodeo America and all of that. And now, you know, with the Cowgirl Cowboy Channel, you know, when does Haley have me time? You know, I mean, you're constantly in the spotlight, you know, for the last few years, like I said. So how do you balance your professional life in with your personal life? You know, Ken, that's a very good question because I'm still trying to figure that one out. <laughs> but <laughs> I will say this. Uh, another thing, my parents have always been, uh, they've always given me things to live by. They're they're amazing individuals, um, and they're very smart, too, because <laughs> they always seem to know, you know, the right things to say at the right moment, but I remember my parents saying, Haley, because I've always loved school, I've always been a good student, I always knew that I was going to get some kind of really cool job. I didn't know what it was going to be, but I knew it was going to be good, because I worked my butt off for it, but they always told me, they said, Haley, we don't care how much money you make what you do for work, as long as you wake up every morning absolutely loving what you get to do, then that's all that matters to us. And I can truthfully say that I wake up every single morning, even if it's on the weekends, I wake up every single morning, you know, excited to go to work because I just absolutely love what I do. And I can't wait to see where this goes. I mean, I've gotten to do some amazing things I would have never imagined getting to do. So, and that's only the beginning. I've only been in this for seven months. Yeah. So with all that being said, you know, I'm still trying to figure out that work-life balance. Um, I've always kind of been that worker bee, always staying busy. I, I don't like any downtime. It kind of freaks me out when I do have any downtime. So I, I love the constant change. I love the, the busyness that I have with my job. Um, but I do hope, because I, I do want to get a little bit more involved in my personal life and, and touch base with that because I have put that on aside for quite some time. And, um, you know, I, I have people in my life that I haven't maybe given the, the, all of my time to, and I want to make sure that they feel loved and supported. And, um, even though when I'm busy, but I, I just love what I do and I, I love that it keeps me busy. Absolutely. You know, you always have to just love what you do or it just becomes blah, you know, and that's mm -hmm. no way to that's no way to go through life. But, you know, Haley, I am so glad that, you know, you 
got to come on our show where Rodeo Meets the Road and share your story and just, you know, tell us everything about Haley. And, you know, love seeing you on the Cowboy Channel, Cowgirl Channel. Just love seeing you out there running around in, in the stockyards. And, you know, I hope to run into you again very soon. <laughs> Absolutely. And, shoot, I'll, I'll catch you down the rodeo road here soon, hopefully. <laughs>